Hi guys, welcome back to the Grow The Jazz podcast. I'll be bringing you fitness education with practical application. Now, when I posted a little sneak peek of me writing out the kind of my thoughts on um, and that kind of the outline for this episode and I posted it on my Instagram story, safe to say a lot of people resonated with this topic. So let, let's just let's just get into it because I know I know that this can feel really frustrating for some people. So if you feel like you've been trying to diet in one way or another for most of your life and you're a small woman, you are definitely not alone. Um, I'm not petite myself, but I coach many clients who are petite. So when I'm talking about small women, we're talking about generally height, you know, five foot. I'm not I'm not going to define, define what a petite woman is. If you think you're small, this this is about you. You know, you're five foot, you're five foot three, you're five foot four you're shorter maybe if you feel like you've been trying to diet just on and off for ages and it's just so difficult for you you're definitely not alone in that because fat loss can be harder for smaller women so let's look at fat loss itself because fat loss is determined by our energy balance in the body so imagine those kind of old-fashioned scales you've got two sides of a scale that's how we're kind of determining whether our body weight increases stays the same or decreases and so we need the energy we take in so the energy on one side of those scales to be less than the energy we burn and that is how we use and and lose body fat because when we've got when we're giving the body less energy than it needs it then turns to its stored forms of energy i.e you know one of those being body fat to use to kind of make up for that deficit in energy to keep itself going and the energy that our body uses day to day um, is largely determined. So a big part of your kind of total daily energy expenditure is large is largely made up of your BMR. So that's your basal met- me- basal metabolic rate, um, which is basically how much energy your body uses just to keep you kind of alive and jiving. So um, your all your bodily processes, and and that's that takes up you know a good amount of can- calories to keep your body alive the bigger you are, the more calories are used to do that process. Meaning for a smaller person, your body just needs less energy to function. So your body burns fewer calories per day at rest. Your BMR is likely lower if you are a smaller person. Obviously, these are averages, these are generalizations. Like There can be other genetic factors that impact someone's metabolism and BMR and stuff, but these are kind of generalizations so that means that the calories that you need to maintain your body weight will probably be less than someone that is six inches taller than you a foot taller than you and unfortunately your appetite and the environment you are in aren't scaled in that same way so you being small doesn't drastically reduce your appetite versus someone taller it might be a lower a bit lower because obviously as i said your um your body burns fewer calories per day but it's not going to be generally it doesn't seem to be drastically enough versus kind of your maintenance calories the discrepancy between that and you live in the same environment and world as larger people um so you know the food options the calories in a meal deal the calories in restaurant meals you don't get your own small people options at the menu on on the menu at restaurants i mean unless you pick from the kids menu um so you could have similar hunger levels to someone that's taller you have the same food options when eating out but you have a smaller calorie allowance so you can see why fat loss feels a lot harder 
Um, And it's not helped, I think, by the fact that when you see social media influencers, they might be eating you know, 2,000 plus calories whilst they're dieting and they're dropping fat no problem and they think it's plain sailing and you're getting frustrated that you can't do that. Um, and you seem to be not able to lose fat on 1,500 calories and it's not fair. So, you know, we can stomp our feet about it and we can give up or we can accept that this is a fact of life and, and this can't be changed. And you can decide that even though you might have some bigger challenges to overcome, um, that doesn't mean that it's impossible for you at all and that you can do it anyway. So here's my tips for how to diet as a smaller woman. Woman. Firstly is you've got to stay in your own lane. Just because your favourite influencer is dieting on 2,000 calories and she says, you know, she'd never go lower than that because, you know, it'd be really unhealthy for her to be lower than 2,000 calories and she'd be starving and blah, blah, blah. Unfortunately, it just doesn't mean that that applies to you. You might have to go lower in calories than her to lose fat. That That's it. She probably trains and moves a lot more than you because it's her job so she burns more calories in a day and she might not be petite like you so she's her bmr her bears metabolic rate is higher and obviously we've got the added component on social media that you don't see everything that's going on and so you don't know even if someone says they're dieting on 2500 calories are they really are they eating that every day we, we don't know so th- there's that little p- piece of the pie that's at play as well um so the best place to start is you've got to cut out the noise and you've got to look at yourself, your own situation and your own goals. If you are not losing fat on your current calorie intake, it's as simple as one of these few things that needs to happen. Either you need to become more consistent and adherent to that calorie target. So if currently your weekends are untracked and they're pretty random, you know, you're going out for lots of meals and then when you're going out for a meal in the evening the rest of your day you just kind of decide not to track and you have some different foods you have lots of cheap meals or you're eyeballing a lot of your food rather than weighing it out you're not tracking um the oil you're cooking in and and you're not tracking the cappuccino you had this morning first place to start is just tighten up this accuracy a bit track as much as you can um if you're going out for dinner make sure that the rest of your day is you know on point get your protein in maybe track the rest of the day and leave a buffer of calories for the evening so just tighten up that adherence first now if you turn around and say actually you know what i am being pretty adherent you know i have a few untracked days uh meals per week you know due to kind of social events totally fine um but the rest of the time i'm you know i'm weighing most things i'm tracking most things i'm pretty accurate with all of that um and i've been doing that for a good amount of time you know weeks and months not just days or you know a couple of weeks have you been doing it for consecutive weeks and months um and and you're not losing fat then simply you need to increase the size of your deficit so what you're doing right now isn't putting you in a deficit and so you need to do something to change that so you either need to get in get yourself into a deficit by reducing your calorie target um, and or increasing the amount you move i.e more steps more cardio sessions so we know you've got less calories to play with that's what we've said that's why it's hard so let's talk about some practical things that you can do to make it easier to stay within this lower calorie target firstly utilizing some calorie cycling or calorie banking um 
So if we start with calorie cycling, that involves having some days of the week with slightly lower calorie intake and then some days with slightly higher calorie intake. And this is calculated so that it would average out at your weekly target. For some people, they might always, you know, they might have quite social weekends and they they know that they always need a bit more flexibility calorie-wise on the weekend. So it could be a permanent fixture. They have slightly lower calories during the week and slightly higher calories during the weekend. That can give you a bit more scope. So when you do go out for that dinner and, and, you know, the, the, um, the meal is... 800 900 calories actually you've got a bit more wiggle room to plan that into your day um and for other people you might just use it every now and then if you've got a particular event or occasion um coming up that week for example that you want to have some more flexibility with so you might generally have a kind of linear intake the same calorie target each day but then you know okay i've got this wedding coming up this weekend i'm going to do a bit of calorie cycling so that i've got a big, bigger buffer for that event next thing you can think about is your food choices just because you don't have loads of calories to play with, it doesn't mean you need to eat these tiny, weeny, sad looking meals. Your food choices are so essential here. And honestly, when you practice this and when you start figuring out, okay, what are higher volume foods? What foods have low caloric density? You can make a pretty low calorie intake look like some big meals and big kind of snacks throughout the day and that are a lot more satisfying and satiating. So rather than having, you know, let's use an example, rather than having like a a little portion of rice and salmon that's looking all sad and takes you about 30 seconds to finish, why don't you have a big old veggie stir fry with peppers and mushrooms and onions and greens and your salmon instead? A huge big bowl, you know, with some soy sauce and and that's going to take you a lot longer to eat so mentally it's going to be more satisfying it's going to take up more kind of space in your stomach so that's going to keep you feeling fuller um instead of that 350 calorie protein bar why don't you have a bagel thin with some baked beans and some chicken sausages and an egg for that same amount of calories i know that i'd rather have like a rather than a a 350 calorie protein bar that takes me five minutes you know five seconds probably (laughs) to inhale i'd rather have a nice big you know a meal as a snack that could fit into your calories for for, you know 350 calories in the afternoon how satisfying would that be but i've chosen my options a lot more carefully i've chosen a bagel thin i've chosen you know chicken sausages which are going to be lower in calorie egg i've got protein from the beans that the sausages the egg that's going to be satisfying satiating protein like i'd much rather have that than the protein bar why don't you add a big old side salad to your dinner with lettuce and cucumber and um, uh, cottage cheese dressing and tomatoes and whatever like that that's again another way of your meal is larger takes longer to get through mentally more satisfying why don't you swap your kappa frappuccino for an americano and the calories you save by doing that have a bowl of protein oats why don't you cook with the one calorie spray oil versus olive oil so you can really see here how i think when people have these kind of relatively lower calorie targets they think oh you know it's so sad because i have to have these mini meals that are you know and i have to go starving you just don't but you do you do really need to get smart with the food choices you make you need to eat higher volume um and you can fit a whole lot of food into the you know 1400 1500 600 700 calories like that can look like a big old day of eating you've just got to make smart choices okay so we we spoke about how many restaurants um 
the, you know they don't have a small people menu and so the calories you know they might be they could be anywhere from 700 to you know mains could easily be 1200 1300 calories that could be 50 to 75% of your daily allowance and that's before you've even you know that's a main meal that's before you've even considered a starter or drinks or whatever um so here's some ways that you can still go and enjoy some meals out but maybe some things you might want to consider to make those meals fit into your calories a little bit better and give you a bit more you know we don't want to be starving yourself all day so that you can go and have that meal we want to be fueling ourselves well throughout the day so let's have a think um firstly before you go eat a high protein meal or snack um before your event so you're not going hungry so you don't you don't want to turn up to a restaurant starving hungry then when the bread's on the table you're picking at that and then when your main comes you inhale it you're still hungry you get home you know it's a a slippery slope make sure you're still fueling well throughout the day and have a good size snack as i said with some something you know with a good protein source before you go so you're not really hungry when you get there you're patient you can be present why don't you consider maybe opting for soft drinks rather than alcoholic drinks um as i said you could avoid picking it like appetizers bread on the table if it's something you're not that interested in um perhaps go for an option on the menu with a lean source of protein and maybe consider um swapping the side of fries for you know boiled potatoes or veg or something like that and this doesn't mean you can never go and just have the burger and fries you absolutely can but can you do that twice a week every week um and have the burger and fries and alcohol and that kind of thing and also expect to maintain your deficit might be a bit harder so absolutely they're if there is an event you really care about, you love this restaurant, you want, want to have whatever you can from the menu, bloody go for it. But this, we're talking about, okay, something that I can do week to week and still maintain a calorie deficit. You may want to consider some of these options. Um, and, and use the pick and choose method. Pick which parts you care the most about. Is it the alcohol? Is it the starter? Is it that dessert that you love? Um, enjoy that bit that you care the most about and then choose to make compromises in other areas. And most importantly, really, move on as normal the next day. When you return home the next day, it's, it's, it's regularly scheduled nutrition and, and kind of training and whatever as normal. You don't need to make any changes. You don't need to compensate. You don't need to restrict because we know that that, again, slippery slope, we can get into that cycle. So continue as normal around the event itself. And I guess my final tip is, okay, we've said that your natural basal metabolic rate is probably lower than someone larger than you. Um, But another part of our total daily energy expenditure that we do have control of is our physical activity. So our movement. And so one way you can increase your metabolism, because I I feel like people don't really understand what metabolism is, but metabolism is... um, the energy your body uses and so that is yes made up of your the the natural the kind of genetic side of things how many calories your body burns at rest but also we can impact that by i can have a higher metabolism my metabolic rate is higher i burn more calories throughout the day if i am moving more if i'm more active if i walk instead of getting the bus if on my lunch break i get up and i go on a 20 minute walk outside if i stay for um 15 minutes after my gym session to um do an incline walk on the treadmill if i add a cardio session into my week and so you can increase the amount of calories your body uses across the week by just moving more and being more active and look for little blocks 
you know, throughout the day? Can you park a bit further away in the car park when you go to do your shop so that you just got to walk a bit further? As I said, maybe you can introduce 20 minutes of lifts after your training session. Um, so look for ways that you can do that. So it's not just about, you know, the reduction in, in intake. It's about, okay, how can I expend more so that I can help, it, you know, make it easier for myself to create that deficit. And that's it really there's nothing magic here but you're not crazy it's it can be harder for you to lose fat and your calories may have to come lower than other people's but it is possible and so don't talk yourself out of it and say it's just so it's just too hard for me it's not fair this that and the other because you're just going to spend your whole life you know feeling I don't want to say feeling sorry for yourself because that sounds patronizing and it is it is annoying that you may have to drop your calories lower and that the outside world doesn't change for that and you know restaurant items on the menu are still 1000 calories for for a meal but don't talk yourself out of it or let yourself dwell on facts that just can't be changed you'd be so much better off going i accept my circumstance i accept the situation because guess what you're petite and that makes this part harder but then this person on a low income who is working shifts and also has kids and blah 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 they have their challenges and this person who really struggles with their mental health and blah 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 like everyone has their own challenges going on so it's much better to go okay I accept my situation I accept the cards that I've been dealt you know let's not be too dramatic about it um but I'm still gonna bloody do it and I've got all these things in place that I can make it that can make it easier for me um and I'm not going to, you know, stress over things that can't be changed. But if if you do feel like you've just tried everything and you're, and you're feeling frustrated and disheartened, we can do it together. I help people lose fat, gain muscle and learn, really importantly, learn how to maintain those results for the long term. So it's not an eight week crash diet. We're talking long term changes. Um, and so if you do want my support with that, if you just pop down to the show notes, I'll leave a link to the inquiry form that's filling that out is no commitment at all all it does is means you get sent over um, my information pack you'll be told everything you need to know about my one-to-one coaching service and you can see if it sounds like something you're interested in obviously as I said there if you're feeling frustrated feeling stuck the next steps could be us working together on these things us diving into your nutrition your food choices your training your exercise your behaviors you know methods for managing okay is it emotional eating is it stress eating how do we manage going out on the weekends and that kind of thing and we can do that together and so if that is something you're interested in you can find out more down below but hopefully this helps hopefully it validates your struggles but gives you some um also a bit of positivity that it's totally possible i've helped so many people lose fat that are smaller women um and we've just got to make the best out of the situation we're given so switch that mindset from feeling shitty about it and you know thinking it's impossible to going actually I've got all these things within my control I can do it with the tools I just need to stay in my own lane stop the comparison and focus on my own process um so hopefully this was helpful for you guys if you've got any requests for topics for other weeks always would love to hear them so do just let me know um and have a lovely rest of your day today and I'll speak to you again next week